Hello. Hello, 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 everybody. We're back from vacation after the wonderful 4th of July. Hope everybody was safe and had a wonderful holiday, had lots of time with friends and family. We're going to probably have a fun show today as everybody learns how to do the buttons again. But as always, you can listen live. Go to gfbestsource.com, click the Listen Now button, and to chat, you can click the Twitch Live in the upper left corner. And, of course, you can catch us now and later on rumble.com. And we're going to have a wonderful show today. We're going to cover lots and lots of very interesting topics. But the first thing I want to make sure we do is let everybody know about Midsummer Fest, which is June 1st through the 3rd. You can win passes. Paul, take it away. The Midsummer Rock Music Fest is happening July 20th through July 22nd in Monaga, Minnesota. There's 14 hit rock music acts playing over three days like Power Man 5000, Saliva, Theory of a Dead Man, and more. General admission, in addition to having on-site camping, will be available for RVs and tents. Now, if you'd like to win passes, all you've got to do is go over to gfbestsource.com, hit the Contact Us link at the top of the uh, message, and then state, I want those tickets. We will randomly choose a winner. If you want to find out more information about the Midsummer Rock Music Fest and how to buy additional tickets, scan the on-screen QR code, check out their Facebook page or their website at MidsummerMusicFest.com. Midsummer Rock Music Fest in Monaga, Minnesota. Your chance to win is coming up on Grand Fork's Best Source. Okay, we are back, everybody. And in the house, I have... Hubby Bruce Moe to help me talk about a lot of the fun stuff that's happening out and around in uh, North Dakota and every place else. So, Bruce, what's going on? Well, okay, we're going to start like that. What is going <laughs> on? We have, wow, we have so many things as, as going on. It's like, where do you want to start? I mean, we got uh, corrupt government. Our North Dakota people are outrageous. I see Burgum just had an interview with uh, uh, that, what's his name? That crazy, uh, uh, anchorman from NBC. What was his name? I don't. Uh, have anyway, and he's he kind of he's out. He's out on the circuit. He's out. He kind of screwed that one up because he said he wouldn't want to do business with uh, with Donald Trump, but he'll do business with Bill Gates. And I tell you what, if I had a choice, who am I going to do business with? Doug Burgum, 
or or Donald Trump, it's pretty easy. Well, one thing I want to make sure everybody understands is every time he does an interview, his he drops and he's 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 barely at one percent, so he doesn't have far to go to hit the basement. Rumor around the Capitol is that he's not really looking to run for president as much as he's looking for a cabinet seat from whoever gets in next. But the what what really it doesn't matter is, is the fact that he's trying to project himself in all of the ads and stuff that we're seeing as a homegrown, down-to-earth North Dakota boy. He's got pictures of him in the, in the hills. He's got pictures of him on the back of a horse. And the only connection this guy has with, the back, with, the, with a horse is that he resembles the back of a horse because this guy is about as conservative as Bill Gates and... He is projecting himself in typical political fashion as something that he is not. And you can see it in the legislation and stuff that he's pushed and the fact that he has turned North Dakota into a crony capitalism state. We're going to talk a lot about crony capitalism. And, yes, he is, would you call a fake, a fraud, a bullshitter, whatever one you want to use. Standard politician, because if his lips are moving, he's lying. Yes, he is. And, and it's, it's very frustrating. And that we'll talk about that today, too, on voting, is we have to, I mean, we really elect that guy two times. What the heck? The first time, by the way, I voted for it the first time. It's kind of like uh, lesser of two evils, which is damn stupid to vote that way. I mean, you can't. We can't be doing that anymore. But we're and the stuck second that way time, a lot of times. second time, yes, I know. But the second time, I, I, I ran against him, so I did vote for myself. Did you? Did you? <laughs> I vote voted for you. Did, yes, you, yes I, darling, I, I voted okay. for you. But I mean, that's that's how drastic he was. But there's still too many people and too much money and too ma- too much media that just are on his side, screwing up North Dakota. So I tell you what, even. Even these guys that talk about how great he is and how conservative they are are full of it, too. Well, I want to get to a, a, a really short video that I think Paul has is, got pretty much ready for us to go, because this is going to also hinge on what we're going to talk about, what we're going to talk about today. So, Paul, if you could play that short video for us. Most of you watching this video would have done precisely the same thing. Nothing. My name is Alexis. Alexis, please leave my lecture room. I don't want to see you at one of my lectures ever again. I don't understand. I am not going to ask a second time. Uh, Thank you. Why are there laws? What are laws for? Anyone? Social order. To protect a person's personal rights. Justice. Thank you. Tell me, was I unfair to your classmate just now? Indeed, I was. So, why didn't any of you protest? Why didn't any of you try and stop me? 
Why didn't you want to prevent this injustice? You see, what you have just learnt, you wouldn't have understood in a thousand hours of lectures unless you lived it. You didn't say anything because you weren't affected yourself. And this attitude speaks against you and against life. <laughs> you think it doesn't concern you, so it's none of your business. Well, I'm here to say, if you don't help bring about justice, then one day you too may experience injustice and there will be nobody there to stand before you. Truth and justice lives through us all and, and, and we must fight for it. Because in life and work, I mean, we often live next to each other, but not with each other. We console ourselves that the problems of others are nothing to do with us, none of our business. And we go home glad at night that we're spared, but it's about standing up for each other. Every day an injustice happens in business, sport, or on the tram. Relying on someone else to take care of it is not good enough. It is our duty to be there for others, to speak up for others when they cannot. I am here to teach you the power of your voice. I want you to learn critical thinking to empower you to stand up for what is right, even if it means going against what everyone else is doing. Let's begin. Okay, the, the reason that is such an important video is because of a lot of the things that we do on the show. We cover a lot of various topics. We cover Western North Dakota, Eastern North Dakota, we cover the federal, we've, been, we've, we've covered Michigan. And a lot of times people, if they're watching the show, might go, well, that doesn't involve me, that's not even North Dakota, if it's Michigan or whatever, so... Why is it important? And the reason it's important is because simply that. And when we're looking at North Dakota and we're seeing a lot of the crony capitalism and stuff, a lot of that is taking place out in western North Dakota. It might involve something like the CO2 pipeline. And that is going to be a, a horrific, horrific problem for everyone in North Dakota because they're going to be using the people of North Dakota's money to pay for that pipeline and stuff. And now it may not be in your backyard, but that doesn't mean that it does not affect you. You may not just always see the way things work. So the reason that Bruce and I are so active and so vocal is the fact that it may not directly affect you today, but it affects all of us in some way sooner or later, and we need to start standing up for each other. And that's why Bruce is running for governor. It's why I'm going to be running in District 20. We're both going to be running as independents, though, because we no longer feel that the Republican Party, especially the party as it stands in North Dakota, represents most of us. So how's it going to go, babe? you going to run as an independent again? Well, I did last time, and I told you you had to because... <laughs> 
you started off as a Republican, and it's like going, what the heck are you doing? Okay, they're, wait, 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 no, wait, no, wait, no, no, uh, uh, no. I started off as a Republican <laughs> because I wanted to see the process. I and I went through the process, and I wanted to see just how bad the process was, how crooked the process is. And it's terrible. I mean, they, they, they charge you for running for office at, at varying degrees, depending on what office you're running for, if you're running as a Republican. But the system I is kiddie, so corrupt. I was funning with you. I know you're not. Uh, but people not a, don't know the backstory. I know. Hey, uh, that video. Excellent. I mean, it, it was stirring. I mean, heck, if I wasn't a man, I'd probably have tears in my <laughs> eyes. But I am. And one thing that the fella, uh, he didn't mention, it was a very strong one, too, power. He has power over the students yes. and hence fear. And that's what we are being driven about, about lots of times in North Dakota. It's like going, oh, the cops. There's You'll see if you, you've seen a couple of the last... Uh, last videos you did and what happens the sheriffs aren't protecting the people anymore in lots of areas they are but not out there anymore i mean the wild wild west is becoming the wild wild west only for the elites and i mean let's admit it i mean it's it's going to go there and you talked about uh one of my subjects to, or, or or uh ideas i was going to cover today too which is crony capitalism and basically the isms. I mean, what is the only one that really uh, supports the people, where the people are in charge of how it works? One, obviously, capitalism. I mean, you got you got your session, your nationalism, you got your socialism, you got your your communisms. They're all based on the government. And the, the, and and, the power, and, the power that yes, the government wields, which is, was, as you yes, said, is but scary. Then, but then, like I say, you, they're going, you're going to have to sit there and deal with the little mantras, the greater good. And that's one, one of the terms. If you ever hear the greater good, it, is not, it is not for you. Well, Remember that. This this. Carbon summit, summit Carbon well, Solutions that, is, is 4.5, no, yeah, 4.5 billion. And it runs 2,000 miles. It starts in Iowa, expands to Minnesota, South Dakota, Nebraska, and ends in, ta-da, North Dakota, where the CO, CO2 will be stored permanently underground. And they are talking about using eminent domain to force people to have this on their lands. They're not being recompensed for it at all. But again, it's the government versus the people. And that's what that is exactly what crony capitalism is. Mm -hmm. And this uh, state is probably one of the worst. Well, might be one of the worst ones. And especially with our, our governor. Governor, I mean, he sit there, and all he does is he made a lots of good positions by having uh, buying lots of property out in the Minot or the, the western part of the state. And why? Because he knew it was coming. And these this carbon solution stuff isn't is is going to be like who is not making money for it? You look at uh, well Kelly Kelly Armstrong, his family's big into oil. You don't think that, and he might be running against me as governor too. So I, I but it's like going that is a problem. Like I say, when we have people that are making money off of us. And asking us 
Why aren't we making any money on this situation, out on this thing? Because guess what's going to happen? The carbon solutions, everybody's saying, oh, we're going to sit there and we're going to have a big pipeline coming from Iowa, going all the way across these states into North Dakota. And why are and everybody's saying, lots of people are saying, well, what the heck's a big deal? They're, all, they're, they're pumping it down into this special, special kind of rock, right? And the rock happens to have oil in it, and it's going to sit there, and they're going to force it down into the ground, and, and uh, it's going to make oil extraction, basically fracking oil. And we're paying for their fracking. These people are making lots of money off it, and it's basically fracking. We're paying for the pipeline. We're paying for the workers, everything. We're going to get right back to that, but first we're going to take a quick break from Executive Properties. Bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Diane says Executive Properties did a roof project and remodeled a bathroom in our house. We were happy with their quality of work, and the projects were completed in a timely manner. We will use Executive Properties for our next home project. Get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. And Executive Properties also does garage door and replacement. So get on to the talk to the boys. But getting back to Carbon Summit Carbon Solutions, they're they're using and pushing this forth as the reason why they can do eminent domain and stuff is because it's considered an economic development project, which gets back to your greater good thing that you talked about. Because how could you possibly refuse? Because it's going to be jobs. It's going to be this. It's going to benefit all of North Dakota. So we're supposed to take that and be thrilled to death with it and pay for it because it's going to benefit everyone. But all I see it is benefiting the elites. Definitely true. I mean, well, look who's look who's going to get it. I mean, how much money have you got from the oil industries? All the oil we get out there. Oh, we have this great legacy fund. It's like, have you got any money from it? Do you see, foresee yourself getting a bunch of money, Kit? I mean, at no. least Alaska did it a little. They did. They did it right. And I could sit there and say, hey, you're a citizen, and that's one thing as a governor. I'd say, hey, you're a citizen of the state of North Dakota for a certain amount of time, you should be given money, especially if you're paying for that 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 uh, pipeline, which, of course, obviously, you sit there and look at how the governors, I mean, we got uh, Burgum, obviously gets lots of money. And I tell you what, Christy Nome, everybody thinks she's a great goddess of 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 the, the uh, world. And, I mean... Have you, Christy, ever, ever signed a bill that did not enhance your money or your your purpose or your your good? Well, we talked about that last time we we all got together here because she was allowing uh, people from the Summit Solutions to go on people's property unannounced and stuff, and they were taking armed guards with them and everything else in case they met resistance from Jewiz, the people that actually owned the property, and. It, People are saying, well, what can we do about it? And I always hear people saying you can vote and stuff, and that's fine. But we just, came, we just had uh, the Pu- Public Interest Legal Foundation, an election integrity group, has filed a federal lawsuit 
against North Dakota election officials for the state's law allowing mail-in ballots to be accepted and counted after Election Day. And North Dakota is one of among 18 states and the District of Columbia that accepts and counts ballots after Election Day. Last year, North Dakota election officials accepted nearly 300 mail-in ballots after Election Day, counting more than 200 of those ballots in the midterm election. And one had no postmark and was counted anyway. And the deal is, is it's uh, it's not just the next day. It's sometimes arrived days and even weeks after election day. So guess what? If if the guy that you don't want w- wins, okay, then you have days and weeks to go and get enough ballots put together so that you can make sure that the person you want in is the one that gets enough votes. And so, kind of like that. That video said, you've got to do more. You've got to stand up and you've got to talk. How many of you are going out and and being election watchers and things like that? How many of you are running for office? Believe me, it's a pain. We both know it's a pain. But what are you doing besides sitting back and saying there's nothing we can do? And until we clean up our voter integrity... We're going to have a lot more of this type of stuff on our plate with crony capitalism and everything else because Doug Burgum has a super PAC that sees that the people he wants elected get elected. And it's the same PAC that's pushing him down our throats right now as president. Yeah, and and, I mean, we are in trouble. We're going to have to band together. We're going to have to get smarter. We're going to have to unite and get the word out. And one major problem against that, that sounds simple, except for one thing. What do we got? We got the media. We got the media that's obviously we got uh, uh, certain radio stations that sit there and are liberal. But we got a couple that sit there and tell how conservative they are. But I tell you what. Well, I'm going to tell you what it is. 1100. What do they do? What's their number? Probably their number one supporter right now that I always have to listen to. The CO2 pipeline. Yes. You have to have you have to listen to carbon solutions and oh my goodness do these these announcers scott hannon just loves carbon solutions not more than two or three years ago he was talking about well this is a bunch of crap this uh, co2 stuff <laughs> okay but now we're sitting there and we're pumping it from iowa where you are not not the elites we're pumping it from iowa all the way to our oil fields so they can take advantage of it and we're not going to say anything and oh yeah then they're doing it across our property too and guess what those things do blow up and they can kill people and they have killed people before so is this anything that we want i tell you what i as governor i would sit there and say hey you keep it away from the people as much as possible but this is not being paid for by the citizens or they get a large they get a lot of siphon from it and they get paid for it well the other thing to remember is remember we talked about the fact that it, the, the letter after the name the r and the d even oh. if we get the voting straightened out doesn't mean much because um oh. just for an example representative robin white's democrat for out uh, of district 14 made up an, a, a fictitious named organization called district 14 campaign fund and he donated $500 to the unendorsed District 24 candidate, Dwight Kiefer, about a month ago. After the uh, D24 endorsed their Republican candidates for the House, he donated 4600 to the anti-term limit people after the voters approved term limits. So we've got people with the alphabet soup after their name that are creating super PACs and stuff and throwing money at each other's 
campaigns and things like that. So these are the people that are supposed to represent the people. And they're working against us, and they've got all this money and stuff that they're throwing at it. So please, you need to start doing your research. You can't just vote for an R or a D anymore. You need to start investigating the people and taking a look at what's going on in good old North Dakota, the place where it's North Dakota nice and nothing bad ever happens here because doggone it, folks, it does. Nothing to do with families neither, by the way. Uh, kind of a cute one. I'm, I'm going to sit there and I, I am the type that names names sometime simply because of the past, because it's a fact. Uh, there's the, the study done on on conservative votes or important votes in the state. I mean, we have uh, Judy Lee out of uh, Fargo. She had a 15, 15 out of 100. Out of 100 points. Yes, and, and the Roars, they're, oh, they're making a fortune. Oh, by the way, that's that's definitely somebody that we talk about. Crony uh, capitalism. Crony capitalism. I mean, you know, what do they get? They got a 35, which is pretty good, a 20 and a zero out of their family, plus uh, the other 15 out of a married, uh, one of the married ones. Uh, no, we can't be, we, we're never going to get this right unless we pick the right people. And you got to know what's right. I mean, the, the, the guy in the show said, talked about justice. You have to know justice. what the heck and why, what is happening in this state before you can get justice. You have to be knowledgeable. You can't just sit there and say, I'm for justice, like everybody's going to say. You're going to have to prove it by getting your butt out there and sit there and studying things up, learning what the heck is happening to the state and why it is. I mean, it's it's getting ugly out there. And I mean, well, I'm sitting, we're talking about North Dakota because we're in North Dakota, but it's throughout the whole country well, too. Well, now that you mentioned that, I'm going to go over to our other listeners who are in Minnesota, Duluth had an affordable housing program called Rebuild Duluth. The idea was launched four years ago to increase available affordable housing by offering small, odd-sized lots for free, free development. We're going to talk about free in a minute. Um, but basically what it is, the, the, the city found foreclosed lots and, and communities and stuff throughout the, throughout the city of Duluth that could accommodate housing. And they offered the property at no cost to contractors who were willing to build innovative and sustainable dwellings. The program would, they said, put more property on local tax rolls without necessitating, easy for me to say, (laughs) expensive utility extensions. Now, one of the houses of this wonderful project where a bunch of contractors went went through and got free property and everything else, okay? It is a, and this is not a mistake, it is a 205 square foot house. 205 square feet is considerably smaller than the studio I'm sitting in. And it has hit the market with an asking price of $195,000. Okay? And the guy is saying it cost him $191,000 to make a 205 square foot house. And he it cost him nothing on the lot, nothing on, got tiffs and everything else for building it built it for free. Now, this is what happens when you get government involved and you've got crony capitalism working. Because if you, this guy is going to be, quote unquote, making nothing, I don't believe it for a word. You and I have built houses, Bruce. You're a contractor. Yes. We have built 
The house is considerably larger than 205 square feet that haven't cost us 195,000 freaking dollars. But hey, if you're making sure somebody's taken care of via the government, via the taxpayers' money, it's amazing what you can do, isn't it? Well, I guess, yes, I seen actually a picture of it. It's, it and it doesn't even look good. I mean, seriously, it's it's a kind of a ugly house. It's one of the tiny houses yes, they're pushing. I know. And There's nothing but, to it. Like I say, it's just wasn't even. I mean, for that, I expected to be gold plated out there, but uh, no, it was, it's like going, what is happening here? And we have we have. Uh, what was I going to say? <laughs> Go ahead, Kitty. Well, all, all I'm saying is this is, what, this is what we have in our future, is that there are going to be – the government is going to be picking winners and losers. The government is going to be utilizing our tax dollars and building their, their elite form of crony capitalism on our backs. And it is not going to get any better unless we all start to take a look at what's going on around us and getting bad, getting getting involved. And they're they're justifying this based on the costs of materials and stuff have gone up. And <laughs> you and I have been building a house now because it's the two of us, and we we did the foundation and the whole nine yards. We've been building a house now for two years, and it is considerably larger than two hundred and five square feet. And we haven't approached anywhere near this amount of money. Yes. And but why? Because we're we're conscious of the materials we buy and other things. But when someone else is footing the bill, it's pretty doggone amazing what can be done when you're utilizing other people's money. And remember, this is free. So talk to me a little bit about. I'll tell you what. I'm going to do this very next commercial, and then I want you to talk to me and uh, with free. me about free. So please, everybody. Benefit your life by visiting Churchill Shoes. That's okay, Paul. You can race up here. Churchill Shoes? Churchill Shoes. Churchill Shoes has moved. One of the largest SAS dealers in the upper Midwest is now in the Grand Cities Mall and ready to find you a pair of shoes that you will love. At Churchill Shoes, they measure both feet to make sure you're getting the proper fit. They carry men's and women's styles and offer free special orders when shoes aren't in stock and free in-town delivery. Churchill Shoes has operated in Grand Forks for over 65 years and over 75 years of shoe fitting experience on their staff and can cater to all of your footwear needs. Open Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and Saturday from 9 to 3. Call 701-772-8256 or online at churchillshoesnd.com. Next time you're in need of footwear, give us a try. Your feet will be glad you did. Churchill Shoes in the Grand City Mall. Okay, we're back. And here's the thing that, that people don't understand. Nothing in this world is free. It is always paid for by somebody. And we're seeing more and more and more of this coming down to property taxes, uh, income taxes, all the other fun stuff that other people paying your student loans off and things, all the other fun stuff that everyone wants to say is free because it's government money. The government does not generate money. The people that are working their butts off generate the money that the government then hands out. And Rush Limbaugh actually did a wonderful thing when he said the government loves playing Santa Claus because it has no skin in the game other than getting votes because it's you, it's I, and it's a lot of other people that are busting their butt trying to get ahead in life who are paying for other people's free stuff. And this is what comes out of crony capitalism is there's a lot of people getting very, very wealthy and benefiting off of TIFFs, 
off of which is which is tax increment financing because we have to use it because it's the only thing that attracts businesses to our area. The pipeline, economic development, oh, it's going to be all these jobs. It's going to benefit humanity. They're coming up with all of these wonderful greater good stories so they can justify spending our money, but they're getting all the credit for it by calling it free. What's so really cute is uh, free. And you know who uses it a lot? This little term of free is coming from the feds. They always think, and now the state representatives always will sit there and say, like Bergman and, and or, or even even some of our our media people, oh, it's 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 coming from the federal the feds, so it's it's good. It's it's not costing us anything. It's like, and lots of people are going, oh, it's coming from the feds. Just there's one thing about the again we're going to talk about crony capitalism. What are the three major costs and things that are, are, are hitting us nowadays? What is the ones that are being abused the most through crony, crony capitalism? Buddies, buddies doing how, uh, building things, buying the lots and stuff. Construction Educa- companies. E- yes. Education, Education is one of them. Great Health and laundry. human services and the military. Now, the military has always been... Uh, Shall we say money laundering. Money, money laundering? money laundering. Remember, I remember twenty-five dollar toilet seats. Yeah, I remember when it was. It had to be twenty-five years ago, twenty twenty-five years ago. They're talking about the the uh, six hundred dollar toilet seats they're they're using, and of course, then they tried to sit there and they, exa- and, you know, everything was exaggerated. All the prices, everything was exaggerated. At least they tried to show what. Our money was spent for. Right now, they don't even try to show how much money they're spent and what it's spent on. The last one through the audit in uh, 2021. They haven't passed an audit in five years. Yes. The last one was they could not explain where 61% of their trillions of dollars went. 61%. They didn't even try to explain. And nobody's saying anything about it. That's what's so frustrating is because nobody's trying to make these things right. I mean, I mean, and I'm not just hammering on the military, but of course, obviously, it's number one. Kit says yes, she is. But I mean, health and hormone services is going to start kicking ass. I mean, education for years have been these schools that are being built. Why are they such huge prices? There's, they don't have to be that expensive, and they're not even built that well. I've got some figures for you, too. Oh. The average private school tuition is $12,300 per student. The average public school spends $17,800 per student. That's a 45% difference. So education, good education, does not have to be obscenely Expensive. The problem is, it, like in so many other things, the government is actually really, really bad at whatever it puts its hands on. This is how you get $195,000, 205 square foot, square foot homes. Plus, here's another thing. Another little organization that benefits greatly from our tax dollars and stuff is the CDC. 
who just sparked some criticism from doctors this week for the suggestion that men who identify as women can chest feed infants if they take a cocktail of pharmaceuticals to replicate a woman's natural production of breast milk. Now, I have a problem with a couple of things like this. First of all, women out there are already doing this on their own without pharmaceuticals quite well, thank you. So this is a product we do not need. Second of all, everything that passes through your body is now going into that child. We are going to be starting out children at birth with pharmaceutical cocktails. And we're going to be probably paying for this based upon all of the LGBTQ craziness that's been going on that they think we need to pay for. So now we're going to be being paid they're going to be being paid through our taxes and everything else to start our kids out basically as drug cocktail junkies. So you, then it'll all be free, right? It's going to be free, and we are going to pay for it. And, I mean, my stance on this is quite, queer, uh, quite simple. All right, you're 18 years old. You want to become a, a woman or a man, which is not what I think is logical, but you're 18. Do it if you really want to. But you're going to pay for it. There is no way in hell we should have us anybody, anything, putting, making the citizens pay for your operation. But and more and more states are. Yes, I know. But you, and you definitely can't do it before 18. I mean, we're talking about 12-year-olds. I mean, I, Younger I, than I was, that. Hey, I'll tell you what. I'm going to say something that is a little embarrassing, and I might catch some crap for it. I was playing with dolls and 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 pretending I was a, a girl at like eleven or twelve. I'm really so, I'm really glad that that you bypassed that gender operation. Just so you know. Yes, I mean it's like going. Yeah, I mean if if somebody knew about it back in those days, they say they say Bruce, you should come Bruce at, you well, know, and that's what's that's what's frustrating because in in the confusion of the day or just just sitting there thinking, okay, why okay. not? Well, here's the problem I really have, is the fact that our entire health system, right now, Health and Human Services, when you look at all the way that they've, they've, they've pushed this in North Dakota, along with the, all the funding they've been given in North Dakota for their expansion and the feds, the Health and Human Service budget is $5 billion in North 5. Dakota. One. Plus, plus there are, they are giving these people training so that they can become healthcare professionals. So they're going to be able to go in to, to talk to you or your family or whatever and decide what's wrong with you. Meanwhile, meanwhile, these wonderful healthcare professionals that were hiring all over the place. Now, I got to tell you, this is the Daily Mail out of UK, but health professionals are now being urged to call vaginas bonus holes to avoid offending trans or non-binary patients. This is as, makes as much freaking sense as a man chemically being brought to lactation. I am a lot of things. I'm a very proud woman, and I am sorry. I have no problem with the term vagina, but I've got a real problem with the term bonus hole coming from my doctor. Because what am I nothing more than a, a sex object that comes with select holes, apparently? Because that's exactly the way I feel that they're coming across with this. And this is where our health and human services and our health departments and everything else is going. And who's funding it once again? Why? That would be we are, the taxpayers, whether it's federal funding, whether it's state funding. It's coming from our pockets. We are financing this lunacy. And yes, folks, it is in North Dakota.
bonus hole. Yes, Darren. I mean, I'm seriously, sorry. I mean, well, I okay. Well, they, we don't want to offend anyone, they can, do they we? They can use it because I'm a true believer in the First Amendment right, but sometimes there's perversion that should be at least pointed out as being, what the hell are you thinking? I mean, this is not even scary. We don't want to offend those other people, but offending me, Dude, no, no problem. problem. Well, you can offend I, me. Obviously, I'm offended by that, and I'm not a girl. I don't have a bonus hole. I mean, like, what the hell is happening here? This is this is gross. Well, men are now in free, getting free walks into our locker rooms, our bathrooms. They're on our our, our sporting team. Women are being erased because men can now have babies. Men can now lactate. We aren't necessary anymore, and it's becoming real, real apparent, except maybe because we are maybe a little bit necessary because we come with a bonus hole. So, hey, what the hell, right? Thanks. It just, I'm just saying. I tell you what, that's one, one of the... Things I don't want to ever hear again. <laughs> I'm, <not. laughs> I'm serious. You think bonus, I do? Yeah. Bonus hole is never. I, oh, wow. I, well, actually, actually I'm going to go to, the, uh, to one of the universities and do a little practice after this. And I might have to tell that story because it, it'll gross I, out the I boys. I can't make this stuff up. But the prop. Why would a man have a bonus hole? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Did that come across on the microphone? Paul just said a funny. I don't know if I dare say it, but but what would 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 really what really chaps my heart is this is is the fact that we're paying for all of this, and the fact that life has become so doggone cheap. Right now, Quebec has become the world's oh. euthanasia hotspot. Seven percent of their deaths are now fatal jabs, and who is making up most of those seven percent? of lethal injections, in other words, state-sponsored suicide, Alzheimer's sufferers, autistic people, and people with mental deficiency. And they're all being talked to, and they, all hospitals are being orchestrated so that they will be offering, which means counseling, which brings me back to the North Dakota Health and Human Services having all of their people as health counselors. And they're telling people, well, you just seem, you just seem such, so disappointed in your life right now. Maybe euthanasia is the only way out. And they're going to make it so easy that it doesn't even need to be done by a doctor anymore. A nurse can do it now. You know what's kind of cute about that is one of the great... Uh uh, pharmaceutical companies is making the money and and doing these cocktails right now, and that's Moderna. I mean, they're, they're they have a good concoction. I mean, it's like going, oh, it's so easy, it's so. But you, we're not talking about trying to save people's lives anymore. We're talking about how to kill people, and it's like going, holy man, are you kidding me? I mean, I could segue into abortions right now because it's the same thing. Hundreds of thousands of dollars are being utilized to basically. In transgenders for children, we've got we've got we've got euthanasia. Obviously, we have abortion. Life and quality of life has become something one doesn't even consider anymore. Although they use quality of life as so, as a way to explain the fact that you're going to turn a boy into a girl or a girl into a boy, because now they'll have quality of life. And a quality of life is kill yourself. You don't have a you're not having a good enough life. So why don't you just die? It's getting, it's getting, well, scary. And again, 
we're the ones that are going to be paying for all of this because because there's going to be a program somewhere where the government's going to swoop in and want to help everybody feel good about themselves. So what are we going to be doing? We're going to be paying for that too. And it just doesn't make any sense to me because what is happening is they're utilizing us, they're bankrupting us, we the people, in an attempt to make sure that the entire population is destroyed. Yes, do as we say, or we'll have something happen to you, which, of course, is always one of our problems. Just so you know, like Kitty always said before, we're not suicidal, me and Kit. <laughs> but no, not even. Not no. even. We love each other very much, <laughs> and we are not suicidal. <laughs> it's kind of a, our our own joke, but it it it's uh, when you when you confront the uh, the elites, you have to watch out for yourself. Well, and we talked about justice, and there yes. is there is no justice anymore, and and the fact that they're using our own laws and our own money in order to destroy our culture and and the people because it's obviously the culling of the herd and and the laws that that are passed that they don't like they just ignore it the nation's largest teachers union approved a new measure this week that calls for the group and its members to promote sex change procedures for lgbtq youth according to education week a news organization that focuses predominantly on k through 12. That 18-year-old thing you, you, you talked about, now nah, we're going to ignore that one too. Their annual representative assembly meeting just this last July 3rd through the 6th, the NEA passed a new business item that will spend $580,000 to address the prevalence of discrimination and violence targeted at LGBTQ youth. All right, And the measure is going to be in place for one year and will update the NEA's bargaining guidance around issues such as access to sex change procedures. I mean, you don't like a law? Ignore it. Yes. Well, Obama was very good at that one. And I, I see Biden's doing quite, quite well at it, too. Well, what, what frustrates me so bad is everyone thinks that we're, we're insulated here in North Dakota, uh-huh. that stuff like that doesn't happen here. I hear this all the time when I talk to people. Oh, well, that might happen in Fargo or, 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 or somebody. I bet it doesn't happen here. Yes, yes, it does. If you've watched any of these past podcasts that we've put on, crony capitalism is alive and well in Minot, Williston, and everywhere else across the state. And Fargo basically just flipped the big middle finger at the fact that they have to report to parents if your child decides that they don't want to be uh, the gender that they were assigned at birth by God. It's just a whole bunch of other things. We're going to do one last profit margin break really quickly for, oh, for heaven's cakes. And I want you all to know that there's nothing better than treating yourself to some great homemade baked goodies and that's where oh for heaven's cakes comes in the best cupcakes and cakes for special occasions or just a treat they make incredible specialty items by order or you can just walk in and find out what's behind the counter while you're there you want to make sure that you check into their business owners specials and you can treat your employees by looking at monthly employee discounts Oh, for Heaven's Cakes is on the north back side of the Grand Cities Mall. They're open Tuesday through Friday from 10 to 4 and Saturdays from 9 to noon. You can call 701-757-CAKE. That's 701-757-2253. 
or go to O for Heaven's Cakes at yahoo.com. And you too can be a beautiful cupcake in a world full of muffins. O for Heaven's Cakes in the Grand Cities Mall. And if you're looking for a decorating job, you can know that O for Heaven's Cakes is hiring people with an artistic bent and a love for frosting. So... It happens here, babe, and I sometimes feel like you and I are just screaming into the wind trying to have people realize that this is not just a federal issue, this is a North Dakota issue, and it is not just a big city issue, it's a small town issue as well. There's no doubt about it. And now, if, should I segue into voting? Please because, do. Because obviously that's where, the well, it's the only possibility of us getting this right is for us to have a smart electorate and start telling people, hey, watch things, learn, know what you're voting for. Otherwise, and I always say it, and everybody goes, hey, you can't say that. I can say it. Don't vote if you don't know what the hell you're doing, okay? That's one of the first things I'm going to say about it, and we're doing a terrible job in North Dakota and the United States. It's like we have voters that don't know how the people voted in the past. Look at the, the records we got. Okay, we just talked about the people in Fargo that, that are going to get, and they're going to get elected again. They're big Name names. identification. Yes, name identification, but you don't know, and you have to sit there. And, and another thing I always would like to say is stop being a one-issue voter, especially on the social issues. All right, here's, it might be controversial for me to say, but... You can't just sit there and vote for the president of the United States on whether he's for abortion or not. Hey, if you're sitting there and talking about abortions, I tell you what. I know I'll tell you what side I'm on, unlike Burgum would. I'm going to sit there and tell you a simple thing. Both sides have valid and good points. Women's rights, very important. I tell you what, that is nothing that the smirk or, or besmirch on this situation. And killing babies. I mean, I sit there and, and uh, what do you say? A baby by any other name is still a baby. So you're killing a baby. Okay, and I, that's why I'm just going to sit there and say I'm against more. I'm leaning against, for, well, not just leaning against no. it. I am against abortion. Well, because of that that situation. One thing and I, I don't care if, if you call it a fetus. It's still a baby by any other name is a baby. That, th- that might be uh, Shakespeare uh, cheating out a little bit, but it's, it's how I feel about it. Well, one thing people don't realize is that um, the reason you're married to me is because my mother refused my father having an abortion. Oh, yes. Because she was not supposed to have any more children because children were very rough on my mom. They, they, in fact, I almost did kill her. And at that point in time, my dad knew a doctor who would, if for the health of the mother, would have taken care of the problem. And my mom, one of the very few times that my mother told my dad no. And therefore, uh, I, you, you can imagine my stance on this. Uh, I, all I can say is, whether you want to call it a cell, a clump of cells, a fetus, a, whatever, it's got the potential to be a baby. And I understand the, the, the health rights and, and, and women's rights and everything else, but, but the one thing that I have to, have to get everyone to understand is no one other than God knows what that child is going to experience, what, what child might be valued. You could be, yes, the, the thing that they like to use is, well, you could be aborting Hitler. You could also be aborting Einstein. 
you have no freaking clue, and it is not in your pay grade to try to play God and figure this out. And and when people talk about the benefit of, of aborting children due to the uh, the horrific conditions of abused children and stuff, I have to go. So you're just going to automatically assume that children that are going to be abused. This is this is just the most ridiculous argument I've ever heard in my life. And yes. as, and the one thing I would also like to point out is as much as Doug Burgum says he's pro-life, he's stuck a lot of uh, barriers in the way of pro-life legislation every time it's come up. So as you said, be very cautious when you're looking at the people running for office. Don't just listen to what they say. Look at what they do. And stop voting for just the letter behind the name. Yes, because right now, I mean, you look at the uh, the ratios or the numbers, it's like most of the Republicans are not voting like Republicans are supposed to. And as you see, my shirt here is, <laughs> is kind of a rebel stuff. And it's kind of disappointing as how ill-informed people are. You look at this thing and you sit there Hold and you see... Hold it up a little bit more. There you go. You, you sit there and you see... If you the, move your microphone for a second and then yes. just, show, just show your T-shirt. I'm going to describe it. It says, The Beast's Destroying North Dakota and it is a half donkey, half rhino. And that's where the problem comes because they, I talk to so many people and they go, Well, I understand the donkey but isn't it the elephant? And I go, yeah, you're right. It is the elephant. And it used to be that I kind of considered this as a good shirt, but right now I consider it, we have to go back to the elephant because, I mean, the Republicans are so bad right now that everybody seems like a rhino. I mean, what percentage of the people in North, uh, North Dakota are conservative, really conservative? They say they are what do you think, Kitty? Of of all the pe- of all the Republicans, I think there's seventy. Now, when you say the people, you're not referring to the people of North Dakota. Nope, you're referring the to, the, to the legislators. Oh my lord! See, because because pull I this think, one out of your butt. I think personally, the people of North Dakota are, in general, leaving Fargo out of it and some some other locations. <laughs> general, they're conservative, and they like the culture, and they they, they love their children, and the, they love the American dream of our politics. Politicians that are North Dakotan members of the House and the Senate, I would say we'd be lucky to have 40%. I'd say that's, that's being generous. I would have to say that's being generous, too, and it's worse in the, nas- in the nation, yes, too, of is. course. But 40%, I was going to go for 30 So, And I was, I was actually thinking that's 30 That's tops. In well, my and like you said, it's the same at the federal level. We need to start looking at people based upon their voting records. We need to start look at looking at people not just because they've been in for a long time. I, I would love to see more legislation put forward for term limits because we have way too many politicians, not just at the North Dakota level, but at the federal level in North Dakota, who have been there too damn 
long. And they love to always use this term, and they use this at the state level as well, oh, which yeah. is, oh, but you need to have experience. I mean, you can't even be there for two or three terms and voting and stuff, and, and you're just starting to figure things out. Well, then you know what I say? Then, then simplify the process, because it doesn't need to be that damn difficult. Otherwise, I would, I would just assume that you're just damn stupid if you can't figure it out in a couple of weeks. Can you say damn stupid? I'm sorry. You oh, you can, at me. No, no, okay. you can say damn stupid. I just, I just think that, you know, they're, they're complicating things for a reason. It's like when you go into a doctor's office and the doc, doctor goes, oh, well, you know, you're suffering from a bilateral hematoma of the 24th metacarpal digit on your, uh, you know, and you go, oh, my God, I'm going to die. And the guy goes, no, you got to hang now. But but you see, we have to complicate it because we have to keep that mystique and that necessity to to make sure that you keep coming back because we are so knowledgeable with what we do. Our heroes. Yep. Yeah. Our our downfall. Get with it, people. That's what I'm. My five seconds or five, five minutes. Five minutes. We so got lots of time to talk. So well, the the big thing that I want I want to make sure people understand is we're paying for our own demise. We're being told it's what's good for us and for the common good and to sit down and shut up. And every time we stand up and push back, the people that are supposed to represent us are the ones standing first in line to push us back. We need to start taking our government and the control of our lives back. And we, that's going to start by the people that, are, that we're electing. It's going to start by, by property tax and taxation reform. It's going to start by looking at when they put together these budgets, where they're being spent on, why North Dakota needs a $5.1 billion health and human services budget is never been explained. What about uh, Hillsborough? Fourteen million dollars for a uh, school isn't it fourteen plus plus the cost over over cost of buying the property too. Okay, and that that is something that bugs me a lot too because well education led, led the has led the league in cheating for a long time. Money laundering, cap. as far as I'm concerned, okay. money laundering. Call, you you call, call it cheating, but but see, if you're talking education, you talk cheating. A lot of people think differently. But what education is the black hole where money goes, and no explanation is ever provided. And that 14 million dollars, by the way, isn't even a complete new high school. It's just something that can be added on to later. I mean, if I was a young man, I'd say, "Oh, wow, I could get you that." For thirteen point eight million dollars and make a fortune. I mean, that's 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 our problem. We sit there and and as our governor, I'm going to sit there and say, hey, everything, everything should be audited. What the hell happened when uh, Williston. Williston? I mean, all I'm going to say is Williston. And you know yep, what? Williston you really was think bad. You oh, twenty million dollars is twenty one million is whatever thirty. Oh my goodness, this is going up. It's like outrageous. And you don't think that's happened in Fargo? You don't think that happened in Grand Forks? Don't you think that's going to happen in Hillsboro? And it's, it's like not going, finished yet. I, it's like you know, it's never finished because there's always no, the more audit. money. To, yeah, I know. Oh yeah, I know. Even yeah, in, thirty million is the tip of the iceberg. We have round two coming. And there's they're good. They're fighting every time we have audits. Why are they fighting that? Why are our lots of our legislatures are fighting that? And oh, by the way, the all the uh, all the construction and stuff, you can't get the information on the cost for these things. It's like going, whoa, why can't I see how much you're charging for everything? It's like 
But look, look at how much stuff they don't, t- they don't allow us to see, Bruce. The, yeah. We can't even get the voter rolls. Oh, wow. In There's North, a difference. In North, in North yeah. Dakota, so we can check on, on what's occurring. North Dakota... California and Indiana are the only states where the only people that have access to the voter rolls are the politicians. And so when I make mention the fact that I'm really concerned about, North, about integrity of voting in North Dakota, I'm damn serious. Because every, the, the costs can range across the United States from free to $50 or less to all the way up to $2,000 plus or only available to political Parties and candidates, and that's right where North Dakota sits. So even if you have a question regarding voter integrity, no one's talking in North Dakota. You can't find out. And it's, well, look at what's happening out west. You know, it's like the western part of the state is the most conservative, right? But are they getting just hammered hammered by this situation and and of course we know it's because of the oil because there's a lots of money to be made out there and by by the way not by us well as we always say in almost all circumstances especially those that involve the government whether it's city county state or federal follow the money and then start peeling back the onion and taking a look at who's benefiting and i would be willing to bet in many many cases you are finding government involvement through crony capitalism that a lot of our legislators and a lot of other people are benefiting from our tax dollars going into these things and uh, i would just like to say one more thing what do you want to tell people is just as we wind up here and say please what do you, what do you not want people of north dakota to do well, I'm just going to get a shout out for one thing. That's just because it's going to tick off a lots of our liberals. Watch the sound of freedom. It's like going to sit there and it just irks the heck out of it. It's a great show and it's about child trafficking. And they're trying to say it's a bunch of crap. I love it because they are getting hammered. It's the number one show. It beat out a couple of the uh, uh, beat out Indiana Jones. The new it beat it out by several million. Yes, it's so watch it. I'm going to go watch it. I haven't seen a movie in the theater for forty years. Not forty. Yeah, pretty close. Twenty seven years. Recommend Indiana Jones. It was really good. All right, we'll I'll wait for that to get on the. uh, We'll we'll buy the DVD because we're still old and do that. Yes. Everybody else streams it. We buy the DVD because we're that old. But that's that's what what I feel, and like I say, get smart out there. The only thing I want to tell everybody is, please understand, we're not out here to bash. North Dakota, everybody in North Dakota, everybody at the federal level, everything else. What we are trying to do is, is expose to you what is going on so that you can make a decision for yourself rather than just sitting back believing everything is fine. Everything is not fine, people. And please, your silence when you see injustice being done, your silence is not only acceptance, it's promoting more Injustice. This is Kit Brennan, Common Sense Uncensored. Have a wonderful Monday, everybody. God bless.